Manx Radio Podcasts, powered by Shaw. Women Today. Okay, you are listening to the Women Today podcast. I have kept my studio guests. Sorry, sorry, the (laughs) Women and Man Today podcast. Uh, I have uh, kept my guests behind this afternoon because we've just been having lovely chats in the studio and we didn't quite get to everything I wanted to talk to them about. So, John Farragher from uh, Food for Free IOM, welcome back. Tani Anderson from Lovely Greens, welcome back. So, some of the things that we were talking about off air that we didn't get to quite on air. First of all, mint. Who knew there were so many different varieties? You were reeling off this enormous amount of varieties yeah. of mint that you can find. And, oh. and I want to know the ones that you can find on the Isle of Man. Uh, well, if you go to uh, any uh, reputable garden centre, you'll find about uh, 15 <laughs> different varieties. Because mint is a very... Um, what, what, what word can we use in a blog? That's Ram- okay. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it's very... It likes to it reproduce. It's rampant. It's rampant. Yes. It's a rampant mint. And it doesn't um, mind who it's rampant it, with, let's as, put it well, that way. Well, it has to be another member of the mint family, a close relationship. I've not yet seen a mint cla- clash uh, or breed with a rose. That would be quite interesting. But yeah, mint's, uh, mint's fantastic. Um, Wild-wise, you get you know, you know get water mint and, and sort of um, peppermint, um, and they combine to make the fantastic and amazing spearmint. Um, but yeah, um, I discovered after eight mint or chocolate mint. Um, Does it actually taste like chocolates? It, uh, it tastes like after eight mints. So to me, after eight mints don't taste like chocolate. They taste like mints. Yeah. Uh, it's called but chocolate it's mint because of its brown stalk and its its chocolate colour. Um, but it, it it makes the most fantastic tea. It makes the most fantastic tea. Um, of which there's also um, peppermint makes nice tea, spearmint, fantastic. Any of them really? And a, a top yeah. tip for if you're going to grow it yourself at home, if you don't want it to take up your entire flower bed or your entire garden, plant it in a pot that you sink into the ground yeah. and then that will contain it. If you don't do this, you will have an entire garden yeah. full of mint. Bob so it wire. just spreads. Put barbed wire around it as well, just to be safe. <laughs> uh, what, do you yeah. grow all, a lot of these things in your allotment then, Tanya? I do, and at home I have an entire flower bed of mint myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's I've actually constructed on one side by concrete and uh, on the other side it's Bob wire. yeah it's it's just mowed down but but yes I, I do grow quite a bit in the garden there's I'd still forage though there are some top things that I will go out and forage wild garlic for example both the leaves and the flowers blackberries elderflowers which we talked yeah. about in in the program they elderflowers make a amazing. great champagne we, we have yeah. a we have a, a different scale of the smell though don't we um, apparently some people say it smells of cat urine and I believe it smells of caramel and vanilla so you ha- one of you has a peculiar nose no 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 I, it doesn't <laughs> smell like cat urine to me I, yeah you say potato yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. no it's, it's just you do hear a lot of people do say that it does smell yeah. like that to them for me I mean I wouldn't make champagne out of it if it smelled like pee Sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so you mentioned foraging as well. We talked about yeah. berries. That's something we didn't get to in the show. There yeah. are a lot of different berries. We're not just talking blackberries. Yeah, we've got, um, I mean, we're quite lucky over here. Or unlucky. It's quite invasive, but and it's um, it's quite rampant going around um, Port Sodrick. Uh, we've got salmon berry, which we were talking about. Salmon berry like the fish yeah, salmon? It's, it's, no, yeah, well, it doesn't taste of fish. Um, it's called salmon berry. It, it's a member of the raspberry family, um, but it's much larger. Um, you've seen it as well, Tanya, haven't you? And yeah, well, it's, it's a yellow. It's a North American. American berry, so it's a bit. Did more you bring common. it with you? Yeah, I, I planted it all over the island for John yeah. to find. It's like a triffid now; it's just <laughs> spreading everywhere. And what can you do with salmon berries? Sweeten uh, it. Yeah, Sweeten lots it. of sugar in a jam. I think. Yeah. Uh, or syrup. I, I do yeah. eat it off the off the branch, um, but it's very tart. It you know mm. it, it gives you a bit of a 
Mm. You know, but I'm sure if, if there was a zombie apocalypse and and, and I was really hungry, I'd get myself down to Port Sodrick and pick. They're myself. actually very trendy right now. Salmon berries is still relatively new, so you can start. You can buy them from um, gardening catalogs now, mm. and it's kind of like the new berry right now with one of the. Oh, it was goji berry last year, wasn't it? Yeah, year yeah. before it was. Uh, yeah. I, I was in Cornwall recently, and, and they've got goji berry growing wild. Though their climate's a few degrees warmer than ours. I know a gardener on the island who has just planted some, so we may also have. They're like the, the superfood, aren't they? Super I, I have to mention bilberries because oh, we're coming yes. right into the season right now, yeah. and they grow up on higher in higher elevations, and they love the same conditions as blueberries. Blueberries, if you want them in your garden, on a side note, grow them. They do really great in acidic soil. Yeah. But bilberries, they're little tiny blueberries. And I'm not going to tell you my places that I go, just like John didn't <laughs> yeah. want to tell his. But yeah, they're fantastic. And they freeze really well. They're great in pancakes. So I, I'll just put them in my American-style pancakes. So, But this is what you, this sort of stuff that you show on your video um, blogging, your vlogging, Tanya, because yeah, you you'll yeah. take things, whether it's from your own garden or out and about, and then you show how you can make stuff yes, with them as that well. That is the entire premise of Lovely Greens. It's, it's growing and making what or foraging and making or you know salvaging and making you know free stuff um taken responsibly and then turning that it into something that you can use in the home well that's the whole premise of food for free as well mm-hmm. it's, it's education it's empowerment it's enjoyment it's getting kids back into the countryside getting everybody back in the countryside in a responsible manner it's really important, that, isn't it? Because as we mentioned on the show, you know, it's difficult now to get kids out of the house sometimes. Oh, yeah, they're, they're but this is so much fun much for children to do. Yeah. Well, you remember that Pokemon Go. I think yeah. that someone should come up with a new app. Pokey like, Plant. Yeah, po- some, something. It's, it's got to be a game. It's got to be something merged with technology. That's the way, yeah. you know, things are going. Teenagers will spend almost all their time in their rooms, on their phones, you know. So use it. Use it. Get people out into the countryside. I mean, remember when Pokemon Go was was about when it was hot? Everyone was outside. Uh-huh. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame, really, that it's, it just shows what the mentality is like mm. now of, of kids and adults, too, because it was actually quite fleeting. I think they thought that it was going to be the big thing for years, but it's pretty much gone now. Poke, mm. Pokemon Go is gone, hasn't it? Mm. Po- Pokey Plant Go now. So there you go. <laughs> You're excited about this idea, John, aren't Yeah. You? Sadly, I probably haven't got the capital to... Uh, capitalize on it but if anybody'd like to lend me a couple of hundred million i'm that sure could be your next it, yeah. project i have to ask you do you have a um a, an allotment of your own do you grow your own food i have and a back veg, garden and veg? you do uh, and do you grow I, stuff I've, yeah um, mainly herbs mints um i've got a bit of fennel uh, i'm gonna get some lovage because uh, i love the smell of it uh, yeah this the the great thing about foraging is it's not it's not just about going out into the wild. You can often bring the wild back to you in a controlled environment so you can you can get the plants that you like, the mint families. At the moment, my passion's into tea making because the benefit you get from tea is fantastic, especially the different mints, the different flavours of mints is brilliant. But then combining them with a bit of fennel, um, you know, it's... And if, it's, you don't, if you don't want warm drinks, you can also do infused waters, yeah. and they're brilliant. Just just have a pitcher of water and fill it with mint and lemon oh. and different herbs, and oh, it's amazing. Do you know what I have to say? That is one thing they do in America really well. Like, if mm. you go into a hotel or something in the States, uh, there'll be the table with water, but it's not. it's never just a jug of water it's no. water with either mint leaves in it or lemon in it or strawberries yeah. in it or cucumber it gets people in drinking it. water more yeah. you yeah. know we don't drink enough water yeah my, my daughter drinks it. It. she loves yeah. mint water it, yeah. it's that menthol like we were talking about the receptors and how menthol works it sets off your cold receptors in your mouth so your mouth 
has the same sensation of it's if it's cold um, so you drink it and it's you know mint is a fantastic plant you know the the benefits of I've got <laughs> I've got so many listed here but um, you know the improves digestion reduces pain by reducing inflammation relaxes the mind and the body uh, it, that it reduces stress it's um it's analgesic yep that's the word thank you <laughs> and, um, and actually i use that as well in my products so peppermint essential oil when you put that into a balm and put it on the skin it helps oh, to relieve relieve yeah. muscle tension and i make a foot product for it yeah yeah you smell it it, it, it helps in mm. weight loss it reduces hunger Hunger wow. the smell, which is going to be good for me because I will be 14 stone one day soon. <laughs> so, Tanya, what are you on the lookout for? You mentioned your products. Yeah. With regards to um, making the, the beautiful perfumes for your different products, what do you tend to get from the, the hedgerows and whatever on the Isle of Man to perfume your products? Well, to perfume products, I mean, peppermint is decent enough, but you need to have such a huge quantity to get essential oils from that I actually bring in essential oils from the UK to scent, so it's completely natural. But I do use the herbs and flowers for um, color and also for their herbal qualities as well. So I use uh, calendula flowers to color soap, but also I use it in a natural salve as well, which is um, herbalist say is quite good for helping to speed up healing, especially of, of burns in particular. Um, there's lots of matter root. So I use matter root, which is a very invasive plant if you grow it yourself. But its roots are long and kind of purpley red. And it gives a beautiful red to kind of magenta color. And it was used traditionally to dye wool in the medieval days. Alkanet root as well. Purple, lovely purple color. So, yeah. There's loads that you can do, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely it's, loads. You're always learning. And that's the other joy. You don't. You, you, you're not a know you know you, you can't be a know all I, I never call myself I'd never call myself a master forager or or, or something like that an expert because you're not you never you're always, always learning. learning yeah always and learning and it's, it's good for you it's good you know and, and you have the best classroom in the whole world you have the outdoors you have the countryside and we're so lucky here aren't and we the, the more you teach mm. the more you learn as well because there's always somebody that knows something that you don't know or has a usage and which is why it's so great when you meet when you get the chance to come and talk to other people from the same field because on the Isle of Man you know we're, we're, we're rare you know the number of guys in their 40s who go out foraging probably I could count them on one Finger. I was I, I was on John's you, John, first foraging <laughs> excursion. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's slightly better now. <laughs> we, we didn't know each other at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it's uh, about three years ago now. Was it was, it, uh, was it West Baldwin? Yeah, yeah West Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, so much has happened in three yeah. years. But we must reiterate, though, at the end of this, we must say that obviously you have to be careful, don't you? That's that we must yeah. get that message I, out. I mean, there. I, I, I've I've been learning the subject for a number of years before I went out and took my first walk. Um, and even then, I think the number of plants that, that were recognised on my first walk were on one you could count on your hands, you know, ten, ten maybe. Now, I'm much more experienced, there's much more number of plants. Um, but I want, you know, you never pick anything you don't know. You, you be doubly sure. Um, you know, don't be stupid because, like, like I jokingly say it, but every plant is edible, but some only once. And mm. there are plants, uh, there are plants that that are out there that are on the Isle of Man that are common that will kill you 
if you eat them. Or it's even hurt you if you brush against some hogweed, for example. Yeah, yeah um, get very nasty rushes. We, we have a bit yeah. of a, we'll have a disagreement. Some plants mm. are photos, cause photosensitivity. Hogweed, a, a member of the carrot family, causes photosensitivity in some people. It does not cause me photosensitivity. I've tested it on myself and it doesn't. But it's nasty cousin giant hogweed will cause photosensitivity on everybody you, mm. you don't have a choice mm. if you get the sap on you um it can cause so tanya's right you know but you but also even common garden plants like parsnips the sap from that can cause yeah. the same exact thing if you're sensitive to that so just being careful yeah. i've seen some horrible pictures of of uh fellow bloggers that accidentally got parsnip juice from yeah. the leaves not the actual root on their yeah. skin and it wow. just blisters yeah. up like they've had hot yeah. water poured on their arm you can't eat uh, uh, potato uh, Leaves, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Uh, tomato yeah. leaves, sorry. Uh, or potato, or potato, potato leaves. leaves as well. Oh, poisonous, we nearly yeah. had it. Yeah. Potato, 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 potato. Okay, then that brings me to uh, another question. Uh, is it true that you can reduce the sting of a nettle using dandelion leaves? Is that true? Um, I would personally uh, use uh, plantain or ground ivy. Ground ivy is a mint family member. Has um, has so therefore has a really nice oil. Um, I, I believe personally, and it's something that I've been taught by my mentor, is that actually it's the friction of the rubbing which alleviates the pain. But did you know that they now use net nettle stings to alleviate the pain of arthritis? You sacrifice one pain for another. Bee stings as well. Yeah. yeah. You um, would know about those, Tanya. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually have had someone visiting the island ask me if, if I would sell them some bees so that they could self-administer the stings to themselves. I declined. What? Yes, yeah. but, but yeah, but for I, health uh, reasons. But, for, but <laughs> yes. for fifty quid, I pushed yes. them into a, a hedge full of nettles. It was <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> thank you so much for both for being with me this Thanks, afternoon. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks for don't having forget us, to check out Food for Free IOM and also lovely Greens Isle of Man as well. Uh, all the best, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Women today. Don't sit in the slow lane. Join the fast lane right now with Shaw's all-new Superfast Plus Broadband. Enjoy more bandwidth, amazing speeds and the best value on the island from just £23.95 per month. So don't be left behind. Get a piece of the high-speed action with Superfast Plus Broadband from Shaw. For details, visit our stores in Douglas, Ramsey and Port Erin or click Shaw.com. Love being Shaw. Terms and conditions apply.